some people I um, in uh, the comments wanted us to talk about Star Wars. Oh! Well, good, that's a good, coincidence. <laughs> yeah, good thing you're wearing a Star Wars shirt and drinking from a Star Wars mug. Uh, let's go to Topic Town. Let's go. This is actually a coincidence. Because I didn't know what we were going to talk about when you came over today. And I put this shirt on and used this mug. Hmm. It's a coincidence in, in a sense. In another sense, I'm always all about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, what is it about Star Wars? Why do, why do people like Star Wars? What is it about my my farmer tan? <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Gonna uh, have to go to the tanning booth. Yeah. In, on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. Well, that would just be outside in Tatooine. Yeah. There's two suns, though. You'd, you'd uh, be able to get a real tan. Yeah, a real good tan. So, anyway. Star Wars. What is it about Star Wars, Matt? It's It's such a good movie. So well, good. Good three movies. Good three movies, yeah. That's yeah. the one thing, is that we are of the opinion that the original trilogy is best, and it's best when it's not the special edition, mm -hmm. um, and it's best when it's they're not prequels to the original. I agree. The original. Though the special edition doesn't doesn't bother me too much. Like, the, I, I, the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that one, I think it was okay. The additions to that one were okay. Didn't like the... Mainly because it was pretty minimal. We're about to get real geeky on Star Wars here. If you've never seen or don't care about Star Wars, get ready to tune out. Uh, the the first one, I didn't like the addition of a Jabba the Hutt in the first no. one. That was or really like good. Or, like, the weird animal animal abuse that happened at, in the Mos Eisley spaceport. No, that was, yeah, because of, of the animal abuse. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's an alien abuse, though. So aliens, They're animals. Aliens don't have feelings. Oh, yeah, that's true. As far as I know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I grew up with the first three. I mean, actually, the first one, first two were, well, the first one came out before I was born. The second one came out the year I was born. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they were popular when I was, like, seven. They were already, they were all, the world was already all about Star Wars before I even came into it. Yeah. You don't know of a world before Star Wars. I don't. So, to me, Star Wars is everything. Yeah, it is the world. It is. The first three. Yeah. Um, so, what do we, what do we want to talk about? This is a very well, vague I think, topic. Well, like, yeah, well, I, I think what we should talk about is we, we really like the original trilogy. We grew up with the original trilogy. Mm. Is it just because we were kids and it was there that we have this, this you know, attachment to the original trilogy over the prequel trilogy? Is it like because we were adults when the prequel trilogy came out? Also, and is Star Wars even that good or is it just because we watched it when we were kids? Yeah, yeah we are just, you know, just skewed. Mm -hmm. Brainwashed. I think, I like to think I'm pretty film literate. I went to school for it and I think about film all the time. I think about what makes a good movie, what doesn't make a good movie and I, I like to think I can think about this objectively. And I do, I do talk to people who like Star Wars, who've seen it later in life, where it's like, yeah, it's pretty good, but they don't have the the strong love for it that we did. But I, don't, I think that's that's going to be the case for any movie. Yeah. But I still think you can objectively say that it's well done. It's what the the first three are well done movies. I yeah. Think they're they're good stories. They're just good. Um, you know, tr they're not the stories themselves are not purely original. Like any story, no story is original. Yeah. It's just a well done fable. Yeah, and it's. Yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a simple story mm -hmm. about a boy who goes on a journey mm -hmm. and gains these powers and you know saves the day. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also it, it has a lot of it's hinted at a lot of layers. Like there's the force and stuff like that, and it mm -hmm. seems really epic. 
but it's a very simple story that has this dressing of epicness over it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's what makes it work because it, the world seems so huge. The universe seems huge in the in the original trilogy. Yeah, and because you only get to see part of it, really. And why why the new trilogy is no good? I think there's many reasons. There's many many reasons why the new trilogy is not good. But here's one one of the big ones for me is that it's about it's about big people in power and this big myth mythological large story of of Jedi and Yoda and and the Emperor and all that and how they how they move about their world, I guess. And it, I don't care. I don't really care about the big story. I want to see what the what the Luke Skywalkers or the Han Solos of the world yeah, of the I, universe are doing. I think that doing. that is, the, I think, one of the main issues with the uh, the prequel trilogy is the perspective of it is from the guys in charge, the people in the know. Mm -hmm. So that that I think makes what you see in the universe because these people should be so in the know and know what's mm -hmm. going on makes the universe seem smaller because yeah. you because you're you're seeing basically everything that can be seen. But when it's, when you're following like Luke Skywalker, he doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. So when you see when you see the stuff you see you re, you're you're you know relating with his perspective so you're not seeing everything it's so you, like you're like oh you're assuming there's like this larger stuff that's going on that Luke doesn't know about it's like taking the movie Forrest Gump and not and and taking what happens in Forrest Gump but from the perspective of Richard Nixon yeah. instead <laughs> yeah uh, the, the generals in Vietnam or and something. generals in <laughs> Vietnam and it's like well. It's too big. There's too many characters. I don't care. That's one of the main things about it that's not good. There's also the entire thing was shot in front of green screen or blue screen, and you can't and you can tell that they're just all standing around in a studio and walking mm -hmm. slowly from one place to another and just blah 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 saying words and it's just boring. There's no. It's not very dynamic. Uh, yeah. Um, the the original, some people I think uh, I remember people worrying that like kids today are going to think the first Star Wars um, A New Hope is too slow moving. Um, I don't think that's true. It is. It is slow. the first like half hour. I guess is pretty slow. It is, but it, I, I like how it sort of ramps up. It really. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think, and I really don't think kids will get bored of Star Wars. I didn't get no. bored of it. No, I, when I was a little kid, I liked it, and kids today have similar human brains as the human brain that I have. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I, the a new hope is so good because it is like it it starts off on such a limited perspective of mm -hmm. Luke Skywalker, and it's just him moving through the universe like sort of almost like a video game. Like each he's like each level he's seen a little bit more, mm -hmm. and, and then it get, becomes this huge thing where he's out in space and he's fighting a huge planet-sized yeah, um, space a, it's station. Got a, it's got a flow. It's got yeah. a story arc, and uh, sometimes. Some of my favorite action movies start out slow, like uh, Die Hard, for instance. First twenty minutes, no action. I I heard a story. I think it was probably on uh, like a behind the scenes or making of of Die Hard. Someone was saw it in the theater, and and a guy stood up, like twenty minutes in, and he's like, "No action!" And he walked out. <laughs> he, he walked out of the theater. Why do you need the action right away? The movie's so good because you get to know the characters for a while before they all the all the crap goes down. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Star Wars. Like it's like a, it sets up the board, mm -hmm. you know, and it takes a while to set up the board. But it, and it sets it up from the perspective of the little people, mm -hmm. the people you can relate to. Yeah. So, I think we we can agree the best Star Wars movie is Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think it's the best one because it takes what 
the first one did mm-hmm. and basically launches it to a different level. It's like mm-hmm. all about the characters in, mm-hmm. in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, they're on the run the entire time, basically. Um, and so we're, it's the, it's basically an entire, the entire middle act of the first trilogy is just like this character piece, but all of them and like how they deal with, uh, basically everything falling apart around them. And that's, what's interesting because like the first Star Wars is like this very fun, you know, happy ending, uh, you know, like almost typical, like sci-fi, you know, mm-hmm. mythological story. And the second one basically reverses all that. It deconstructs the first one and makes it about the heroes losing. Right, there's, well, spoiler, but also, uh, it's also feels more like a, it's more of a space adventure than any of the other ones, because first one's like, you're on a planet, yeah. you go to a space station, boom, done. Second one's like, they're on an ice planet, then Luke goes to a swamp planet, they go to an asteroid, they go to a sky planet, and then there's the the stuff going on in the Star Destroyer the whole time. It's it's quite an adventure. Yeah. It's quite an adventure. Yeah. It's, it's very big. In... But yet still from the perspective of the little people. Yeah. Well, it, sort of. Luke is becoming more of a bigger person at that point. But they, they, you know, they still don't really know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Their they're, they're, they're perspective is very limited. Mm-hmm. Even though they get... But they're going through this huge universe and you get to see some of it. Yeah. Um, another, to compare to another movie, if you've seen the movie Dread, for instance. I really like that movie because it, uh, it is a superhero guy, sort of. He's, he's a bigger, larger than life cop guy. But the story itself, just one contained little story. It's not about the giant mythology of the entire planet. It's just one little story of how he deals with this drug lord. And I like that. And then they're going to do a prequel that's more about how the origin of him. And it probably won't be as good, but it could be. I don't know. Um, so I, that, if you're going to write a, an epic saga, remember the little people. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit. The the Hobbit are like the main beings in the thing. It seems like they're the, the got the most focus. Yeah. Frodo is the main character, it seems like. I mean, there's a lot going on around him, but it's from the perspective of the little people. Yeah, literally. literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, <laughs> the little people. And I think that's you need that to ground it, this large um, mythology or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I also think the original trilogy uh, lucked out on having Harrison Ford in it, who basically he's, he is Han Solo. Han mm-hmm. Solo is Harrison Ford. We all lucked out to have Harrison Ford yeah. in our lives, I think. Um, in some ways, I think he he carries a lot of the movie mm-hmm. um, because his depiction of that character is so good. Mm-hmm. He's just a, you know he's a lovable scoundrel, <laughs> lovable scoundrel. That's what I want to be. Luke is fine, but he's you know he's pretty uh, you know kind of one dimensional. I mean, he mm-hmm. gets better, I think, toward the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when he starts. But he's all like, side. "Oh, I'm gonna be a Jedi." Yeah. yeah, in some way, in looking back on it, he's a little annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first one, in the first one. <laughs> but I like that he's sort of annoying because he's he's yeah. a kid. You know, yeah. he's, he's supposed to be annoying. But I mean, yeah, but he's relatable too. Yeah, he's just a yeah. different kind of relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, who can I relate to in the new, in the prequels? Um, I don't know. Maybe that forearm, that flying alien, blue alien thing on uh, before the pod race. I can remember that fat. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever the, his name the is, junk, the junk salesman. That's who I relate to in the yeah. first one. He's uh, the most down to earth, normal character of all, <laughs> all of the prequels, and he's he's not even on Earth. He's flying, um, or, or planet, yeah. not Earth. 
I mean, um, if, if we're going to pick somebody in the prequel trilogy, I think Obi-Wan is probably the the closest you get to being a relatable, relatable yeah, character. He is, I guess, the closest, but he's a super Jedi. He is a super Jedi, but in the first mm. one, he's only a Padawan, so he's sort of learning. And who doesn't relate to Padawans? Yeah, I know? wish I wish the prequel trilogy was more just about Obi Wan, like he was the main character, mm-hmm. and it was about his sort of his his arc of like being a Padawan and becoming a super Jedi, but he mm-hmm. sort of fails at it, mm-hmm. you know, because he does isn't able to teach, you know, his student. He fails at being a teacher. We could talk about Star Wars for hours. Yeah, we're nerds. Star Wars nerds. Well, so um, let's, let's, do we have time to give me just like Corey like, Vidal? I know you're watching this episode. What do you think in the comments about Star Wars? I know what you think about Star Wars. Oh, let's let's you know there's gonna be a new new trilogy coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Think it's gonna be good? Um, I you have th- high hopes. I do. Hopes? I actually do have high hopes for it. I think it's gonna be good. Directed by J.J. Abrams. Um, I th- he's a fan of Star Wars. He's already looks like he's doing a lot of practical effects yeah. with uh, the way in the spirit of the original. Yeah, it looks like they constructed the entire Millennium Falcon, which is super cool to yeah. me. I, I have I have pretty high hopes that, that it's going to be good. And then the next two are directed by Ryan Johnson. Oh yeah, who did Looper and is he doing the next uh, two? Uh, yeah, the next two I think writing and directing. He did Looper and he did Brick and Brothers Bloom. I think he'll do a good job yeah. as well. I'm yeah. Did you mentioned he was also directing. I will Breaking tell Bad? you. I would bet you. He directed some Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you, I would bet, I would bet thousands of dollars that the new, it's, it's subjective, so you can't really bet, the new <laughs> the new trilogy is better than the prequels, for sure. Yeah, that's Definitely. a safe bet, I think. I don't, I doubt it'll be, <laughs> and I doubt it'll be better than the original trilogy, but it might come close. Yeah, I have, I have hopes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, I think J.J. Abrams is good. He is able, he did, you know, did good with Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the the new Star Trek. Um, I did too. There are some people who don't like diehard Star Trek fans. Not diehard diehard fans. Diehard Star Trek fans. Some don't like the. Yeah, new, the I really like the first Star Trek one. Star Trek in the Darkness was okay. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was. He did. He, it was serviceable. <laughs> it wasn't bad, and it. I think it did. A I think he's a, he's a bigger Star Wars fan than he is Star Trek fan. Though. Yeah. So we'll see. We should go. I knew this episode would be long because we could talk about Star Wars for a while. But you better play a song.